Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Welcome to Rooted Deep. Allison and I are here today. This is Reba, and we want to say well, welcome to the show. We're glad you joined us. Uh, we are diving into some difficult topics uh, today. We can't dive into this area and talk without really talking a little bit about um, human trafficking and its connection to pornography. Right. I think the question comes up many times with trafficking. It seems like everybody thinks of human trafficking as such an extreme case overseas. You need Liam Neeson to rescue you. Um, right. You know, they think about the movies Taken and, and, and those type of things and even the Equalizer or something like that. So they think about it in terms of really extreme but there's such a large connection between just even stateside social media use and the connection to, to pornography is actually quite, it's scary, but it's, it's there. And, and I don't think we can talk about one without talking about the other. No, because, you know, the statistics and, you know, I, I do, I do appreciate statistics because yeah. they give us perspective. Right. Um, but I'm also not one of those people who believes every statistic I read. Mm. But these are these are some really solid statistics here from WebRoot Cybersecurity. They estimate, and this is just, I hope this blows our minds. Yeah. 28,258 users are watching pornography every second. Every second. Yes. That's I mean, that's it. That just that's mind-boggling to me because you you think about the when you think about how many, I mean, just how much is going on out there, because yeah. it used to, and, and that's what's so scary. I think it's easier to accept, access than it used to be. Right. And so people, I, it's getting worse because of, of the internet connections. No, absolutely. And, and here, get this, 35% of all internet downloads are related to, to porn. Mm. So when we think about these massive numbers, uh, knowing that, okay, while we're recording this podcast, yeah, twenty over twenty eight thousand a second, mm-hmm. okay, are watching pornography. So it would um, it would be depressing to do the math on that number. While yeah. just while we recorded this podcast, how many people are actually watching pornography right now? Right. Yeah, but I think Allie, what we want to try to accomplish today, uh, I think, is two things. One, we hope maybe when the podcast is over with, that everyone listening will understand that porn is ex- it, it's addictive, mm-hmm. and it it is not a it's not this little little puppy that you just kind of pet over here in the corner, and it's just this sweet little thing. It will turn into a monster on you. Yes. Yes. Uh, and yeah. we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also we want you to be, we want to be very clear um, when you leave the podcast today that you understand something very clearly. And that is human trafficking and pornography are connected. Right. One fuels the other in so much of a way. So mm-hmm. if you are like, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm in it to end it, man. I'm wearing that little X on my hand. I'm all about mm-hmm. any human trafficking. Then uh, the real question is if you're looking at pornography, you're not in it to end it. You're actually in it to keep it going and you're, you're supporting contributing. It. Right. Exactly. And I think so many times, and people have used the excuse over and over again, or the justification pornography is something that I do by myself. I'm not, I'm not hurting anybody else. I'm, um, this is just a way to, to 
to release steam, you know, vent, whatever. Um, But the the problem is it's not an isolated, just like any other addiction and just like any other sin, pornography affects everybody around you. And then especially with pornography, it fuels, just like you said, it fuels um, a larger industry of human exploitation. And so if you care about the image of God and if you care about people, yeah, pornography is connected to that. You can't, you can't, you can't cut one off, you know, and 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 keep the other with with pornography and trafficking. And yeah. I think that's what people think it's an isolated. They think this is what I do when I'm not hurting anybody. I'm by myself, but that's right. not the case. Yeah. No, no, absolutely not. Because what we, I think, what we clearly understand as, especially doing what you do and and the connections that our ministry has, is that there are there are people that are first of all they're tricked or blackmailed into believing that maybe, Hey, we're going to take some pictures and Hey, everybody starts, um, you know, over here kind of in the risky, uh, mm-hmm. end of Hollywood. If you want to be an actress, if you want to be a model, you kind of got to do some nudes. You've mm-hmm. got to do some kind of edgy things, but this is the way everybody gets started and it'll be, yeah. you'll, you'll break into the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and that turns into blackmail, which turns into so many deeper things. And, mm-hmm. and honestly, there have been, there've been, uh, A-list Hollywood stars who have come out in the last five mm-hmm. or 10 years and yeah. have told about their journey mm-hmm. from that very, that very introduction, um, to the point they're at now and some of the shame and the stuff that they deal with as, yeah. as they're always living with fears will these pictures come out who's got them and how's it going so i think that you know we have to understand that um this <laughs> this is exploitation um you know so even for that there there are the innocent out there who you know are deceived tricked lied to um and somehow deceived into believing something more is going to happen and then there's a whole group of others out there that um really are kidnapped they are they're grabbed um uh, they are you know their their parents are told i know when we were in nepal and over in southeast asia they're told they're going to be they're going to be ha- caretakers for a uh, you know a a lady or a hotel or a this or that and they don't they en- they end up being in the trafficking industry and they end up being in shoot in, on a set somewhere being forced to create pornographic videos for the consumption of viewers so i think we have to understand that um that there's both okay Uh, and they're intertwined and you you can't separate one from the other and i think i think the confusion has been because this is this has been in the past way i think before the internet it was you you those women who are taking these pictures for different magazines or whatever, they knew what they were going into and they got paid. So it was their choice. Um, and we've talked about choice before. Um, right. but now with, the, I feel like with the internet and even back then, I, I, I still feel like that was a, that was a lot of times that was vulnerable, vulnerabilities exploited mm-hmm. tricking, um, tricking that was yeah. happened because Satan has been around for a long time. And one of, um, and, and we've seen, we've seen in scripture and throughout scripture, how little, um, Satan values the human, you know, the human mind. We are his tools to, you know, that's what he, he looks at. He looks at us like we don't have value because we bear the image of God and he hates that. So the, Satan has been attacking the human, especially women and children for years and years and years and years. 
But the other thing is, I think a lot of people thought, well, people who pose for these pictures, it's their choice. Um, and so they, you know, that was another excuse. Well, you know, I'm, she's just getting paid. It's fine. Right. Um, that's, that's what she, that's what she decided to do or kind of, she made that sure. bet and she, she's lying in it. Um, mm -hmm for lack of a better term. But again, when we as, when we as a, uh, a human person, when, when we look at another human being and say, they don't have value except to give me pleasure, whether it's a picture or whether it's in person, that's still lowering, that's lowering the standard of, uh, of who we are as image bearers of God. And, and the other thing is now that the internet takes place, you don't know if the person that you're looking at, if they're being trafficked or, you don't know. And so many times, I mean, I think, I think Reba, you have some statistics on this type of thing as well. Um, Pornhub and um, content, you know, these content driven websites that are really just about, you know, you have no idea who you're looking at, whether they have been trafficked or not. Yeah. And I, I think this is kind of important to say because, you know, okay, it, it, let's just, let's just argue, argue from the wrong side for just a second. Even if you could, even if there's a, there's this slim pie over here where you could say, well, look, this is an adult woman who's making adult decisions and she's getting to choose and she chooses that and she enjoys her job. And so, and I'm appreciative of her job and I buy her content and I watch her content. But what we have found as researchers and, and as the FBI and as people who are very heavily into keeping up with the data that comes out of all of these busts and all of these raids are finding, and especially all of the cybercrime that happens, what they're finding is these are not, the, the majority of this is not some 35-year-old woman uh, that, you know, that does this as a side hustle and an escort service during the day. No, this, these, are, these are children. Because here's what we found, and this is, I, I think this is really going to uh, maybe expose so much of this. On the data that was brought in, 400 million web searches, okay, on, on, that were sexually related, okay, out of four, over all the sexually related searches, 400 million of them, the term youth was included in the search, okay? On Pornhub, which is the one you've mentioned, the most popular search word, for the last six years has been teen. Mm, yeah. Okay. So we have to understand this is child abuse. That's all that's automatically child trafficking. That's this automatically. Is child yeah. abuse. Okay. So, you know, and you may say, well, I didn't know she was, I, I thought she looked 18. Well, you know, um, sadly I've walked through places yeah. where young girls have been even in brothels and mm. in cabin restaurants and they look older than they are. Yeah. Um, they're, they're made to look older than they are. Yeah. But most of these, so many of these girls that look 18 mm -hmm. are actually 14. Yeah. And they're made, they're, you know, they're made up with makeup and they're drugged. And it's one of, it's just heartbreaking. Um, it is so heartbreaking. And there's a lot of great agencies like the Internet Watch Foundation and so many others that are working hard to stop child abuse online and stop child sexual content online and bring down these sites uh, that are uh, that are kind of majoring in this, but but this is what I think should should just get us all fired up, and that is yeah. this is what we're searching for. 
So I think, Ali, you, you, you hit on something that I think we all need to understand. The addictive nature of pornography leads down a trail to where there's the constant demand for more or different. Maybe it's younger. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe it's yeah. It's it's there's you know there's um, it impacts the brain and creates this dopamine just like just like um, drugs just like an yes. actual an actual physical drug whether whether it's cocaine or heroin or meth it and you know this about drugs we all know this about drugs that you need a, a larger and larger hit or you need a or a, or a high so you need yep. more more of it it's the same with the dopamine response is the same with pornography either you need more access or you need more extreme content, which like you said, it could be younger or it could be in a lot of ways, it could be more violent um, or it could be both. And so that's why the progression is, it's not just, and I think people who have been addicted to pornography can say this, they can be like, yeah, it got worse and worse because the dopamine response, your brain kind of, your brain, um, it increases to where, you know, the tolerance level increases. And so you need more to get that same, um, Same to get that same high. And, and that's why, you know, the website, you know, websites or, or social media posts like fight the new drug, which that is what porn, that, that is what pornography is. And I think hopefully people are beginning to see that because, um, because with these, and I think that's one of the direct connections between, between pornography, which is an innocent, uh, in quotes, by myself I'm not hurting anybody but then the more the more you use it the more extreme you need and so it will eventually turn into okay now I have to find a physical person because the pictures and the videos are not enough and it and it, it does lend Absolutely. it does lead to that a lot yeah and and what statistics are showing us and they, they haven't really fully come out yet so I don't have any that I feel comfortable just saying mm-hmm. are, are 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 solid but what they're showing us is during all of our lockdowns, during uh, since mm. since COVID and with the restrictions, um, not only in the U.S. but worldwide, um, you know, where all of a sudden bars were re- required to close at six o'clock or whatever, yeah. all of a sudden the the world of of trafficking and this this needing, uh, whether it be prostitution or whether it be whatever, it kind of went back e- deeper into the shadows. And what we found is that pornography escalated um, because, you know, I mean, let's just be honest. If the guys weren't going out to a bar and kind of right. getting their fix at a bar somewhere on a Friday night because the bar was closed, then they're looking to find that fix somewhere else. And pornography was one way to do that. Right. So we saw this massive increase um, during this, this series of time where we've had lockdowns and where we've mm-hmm. had all these other kind of things. And so, you know, is this, you know, this is, uh, maybe you thought when you clicked on the thing that, you know, uh, Reba and Allie were going to talk about how wicked pornography is, and it is. Or, you know, how biblically wrong it is. And it is. And actually, we've got an interview coming up where we're in in, in another uh, segment that we're going to talk a little bit about that. But for today, I, I think some of the most important connections that maybe we failed to make that we need to make are, are the ones we're making today. And I think people need to understand, yes, it's it's hurting me. It's hurting my family. But also it is it is con- contributing to an industry that exploits women and children and men um, and teenagers in a way that that is so you wouldn't want that to, done in your home, in your own family. I mean, you wouldn't. Yeah. 
And, and I think because it's so disconnected, and that's the problem with the internet, it's so disconnected to what the real problem is with the tra- with trafficking that you, that, that's what we're trying to tell you today. You can't escape it. If you're, if you're involved in pornography, that is a direct connection. You're supporting trafficking um, and, and you're, you're supporting sexual exploitation of somebody else. And it, and that's, and that's just the truth. That's the facts. And yes. And, and I don't think at this point you can say, oh, you know, well, it's again, I'm not hurting anybody. It, the connections are there and we've seen the connections. And, and here in the Dominican, um, what happens, what the women that have been exploited and they've been exploited in such a violent manner, a lot of times um, it ha- they're, they're, they are forced to watch pornography with the clients yes. and he gets whatever aroused and then becomes violent Violent. on her and and those are just that's just i mean that's just anecdotal evidence of what we what we know to be um to be a huge problem in the world yeah and and i think there's you know we're not going to get deep into this today because number one i we're not comfortable necessarily with doing it but second of all i don't think it's the it's the place to do it necessarily but you know there's a whole world out there where the way god created sex to be is not enough and you know um i mean i think you know movies and books like 50 shades of gray um where where there is this okay how can we up the ante here how can we make this more exotic how can we make this more thrilling how can we you know and many times you're looking for you keep looking for the extreme and I think in that, there's a path that, that leads people down. Um, one, I think this is huge, and that is that, you know, pornography enables people to no longer have intimacy. And it's escape from intimacy. Mm-hmm. And that is not the way God created a relationship between a husband and a wife and in their sexual relationship to be was devoid of intimacy. But hey, if you don't want to really get intimate with somebody, but you just want to have your sexual desires filled, pornography is a great box checker for you. Um, And so that's its own huge topic. But then you realize that, wait a minute, as the more I get it, the more I'm into my addiction and the deeper I drop into this, the more I need it. And the more I need something that, like you said, escalates the high and all of a sudden that the age begins to drop on this. So now it's a, a woman, you know, who's very young. And the next thing you know, now she's a teenager. And now teens uh, are being uh, abused on a, on a huge basis across the pornography industry. And then you get to children, uh, you know, because the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children reports Okay, they receive an average of a million reports every month for pornography towards children. Either a site that's got children's post uh, able to download children. And so, you know, I think for all of us, what we have to say, I think it's easy. All of us would sit back and say, well, that would never be me. I would. I mean, I, you know, I look at porn, but I'm never going to look at a child. That's horrible. But that's exactly what the drug addict says and what the alcoholic says when they when they start. I would never do that. I just want a little high. I want to buzz. I just want to knock back a couple of drinks and and laugh and have fun with my friends. But I'm never going to get behind the wheel of a car 
uh, you know, intoxicated. I'm never going to take something like heroin. But what happens? So much of the time, the path leads to deeper and darker places. And so, you know, maybe there's somebody listening and you're on the front end of this path and you're just like, you know, what I'm doing, I don't think is that bad. Um, But what you have to understand is number one, that road leads somewhere. Mm -hmm. But then number two, is it biblically wrong? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. But as we look at this, there, there are people being exploited. Mm -hmm. They're being used and abused by you. Yeah. Um, yeah. In a way that is absolutely wrong. I don't care who you are. Right. And I think, again, we, we need to go back. Is it is it is it enough to say I don't do I don't want to get I don't want to get caught looking at porn because it's so mm-hmm. shameful. That's right. I mean, that's a decent that's a decent reason not to. But I think even more than shaming people, it's getting back to who we are um, and and the value that human life and the human body has. Number one, if we're Christians, we know that we're image bearers of, of God. But in just if you're not a Christian, you're listening. It is the human is the human body valuable? And if you're looking at porn, you're saying no, they're not. That, that yeah. I don't I don't care. I'm using this as a this is this is a product that I am consuming. And mm-hmm. but as a Christian, even even more so, it's not I just don't want to get caught, so I'm gonna stop. It's more I need to get to the root of do I love my fellow man? And we've we've talked about this in, you know, we finished a few a few weeks ago, we finished first John. Mm-hmm. Um and and what what it is, to, what it means to be um, a son of God, what it means to be a daughter of God and what it means Absolutely. to be a love and whether we love and that's loving everybody. And, and, and I think it's not enough to say, I don't want to get caught. It's more of, I do value the human, the human body. I do value us um, people. And, and if you're using, if you're, if you're a, a, a consumer of pornography, you, you cannot say that you love the human body. And I think it even goes to, do you, do you value your own, your own life, your own experience? Because there's, I'm, I'm looking at the neurosciencenews.com, which I think is a very interesting article about what the body, what, what pornography does to the brain. It actually reverts the brain back into its juvenile state. The more you use, the more you use, the more you use that the, um, they're finding more and more evidence of that. The, the brain actually goes backwards. You're getting dumber. No offense, but that's what that's yeah, no. what yeah. you're getting dumber. And so why would yeah. you even if you even, don't don't worry about everybody else. Think about what's that doing to you. And like Riva said, what is that doing to the relationships yeah. around you? Yeah, absolutely. Because there's a point as we mature. Um, you know, in our, in our, in our, the way our brain matures, the way our thinking matures, and hopefully as, as we mature as Christians and, yeah. and, um, and really we, again, I, I promise we're getting to the, we're getting to the segment where we're going to talk about, um, the, the biblical side of this, but I really think, honestly, Ali, I believe this with my whole heart. I believe a person could be an atheist and not even believe there's a God and there's yeah. enough rational evidence for yes. for not looking at pornography and understanding that it is directly related to human trafficking yeah. and that this yeah. is the exploitation of women and girls in so many 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 cases right and 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 I think that's some of the points that we're trying to make here um because but as that brain is is as we mature and as we get Oh, as we get older and we're able to do something called rationalize, we're able to mm-hmm. make adult decisions. We're able to think through something and we don't just go on our 
instincts or our emotions. But you know, you take a two-year-old, what do they do? They want it now. They have yeah. they have no concept of 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 time or patience or any of those things. They want it now. They're very demanding. Uh, in fact, we use that term, the demanding twos, you know, and 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 they're this is the way they are. And they're totally run on if I'm hungry, I'm screaming. If I'm tired, I'm screaming. Yeah. If I don't feel good, I'm screaming. It totally runs on how I feel determines everything about me at the moment. Right. Yeah. And I think what that study so many times demonstrates is as we choose to go down this path, for the person who chooses this path, what that happens is how they feel takes over. Yeah. So yeah. the rational mind no mm-hmm. longer comes and says, wait a minute, I'm a father. Mm-hmm. I have a daughter in the next room. Would I want somebody looking at my daughter? Right. Like I'm looking at this. Oh no, that that's out the window. Or, you know, I have a mom. Yeah. Would yeah. I want, or a sister? Do mm-hmm. I want somebody looking at my mom and my sister like this? Right. You know, that rationale goes right out the window. And all we're thinking of is, oh, I want my needs met right now. Right. Yeah. And, and this makes me happy for mm-hmm. 15 minutes. So bring it on. And, yeah. all, and all of a sudden we become, we become very animalistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I think the Bible even talks about this, this Romans one spiral and, mm-hmm. and it, we're just given over to lust and we're given right. over to what we want. And suddenly it doesn't really matter whose mom or sister that is, or mm-hmm. if my daughter's in the next room, or it doesn't matter. None of that. It doesn't matter if this girl's being held against her will, drugged, or there's right. a guy with a gun pointed in her head, 40 feet offset, looking right at her. That mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Yeah. What matters is, did I get what I want? Right, exactly. And this is true for guys and girls. And I think uh-huh. it's important. We haven't said that out loud yet, but there are women who are also getting yes. um, enticed into the porn industry mm-hmm. and are watching pornographic videos. So although men dominate this field, Mm-hmm. I think it's important for us to also understand that this is becoming something that's becoming a trap for women as well. It is. And I think that's one of the things. And, and you mentioned you mentioned the book uh, Fifty Shades of Grey earlier. And I think it's obviously targeted a little bit differently toward women because yes. it's targeted as romantic, almost romantic yes. pornography um, or movies that um, movies and books that, and, and it starts, you know, because if you start with a book, for example, you're like, I'm not looking at any images. I'm creating these images of my own. Again, it's the same, but the, the brain works the same because the brain creates its own image. Um, and so for women, it's, it's, it's targeted differently. It's uh, produced a little bit differently, but it's still the same. It's still the same industry and it's still the same connections. And Absolutely. it still leads you down that same path where again, you're going to need more, you're going to need um, more violent, different, you know, a, a more extreme look, uh, whether it's by whether it's a book, or a magazine or a movie. Um, and in that case, and I think, something I think physical. Yeah. you know, so, or something physical, like you said, yeah. um, and even more, um, you know, just riskier, risky, riskier se- uh, sexual behavior. Um, and that's one of the things that I think a lot of people think it's just primarily men and, and it is, it is driven. They are the, you know, the, the main consumers maybe, but this is, this is a problem for women and, and younger women too, um, as a, as a teacher, uh, in the past, we've had to deal with these and it's, it, it starts off as a book or, or, Hey, we're, you know, looking at something that's interesting. It's one of those, it's one of those things where teenagers are targeted, not just as, um, victims, but they're also targeted for, 
um, to, to, for new consumers of, of pornography, and it's targeted as a, at a younger and younger age. And I just remember, you know, 30 years ago when I was a teenager, it I mean, you wouldn't you couldn't see it anyway. I mean, you it it was very hard to find if you were looking yes. for it. Um, but now it's it's literally. I just did a search on Instagram, and it's within a click. I can find yes. something awful and yes. you know and I think we're going to be talking about that in the future just that you know the the, yeah. the easy access that it is um but I did you know just looking looking at some of the statistics and understanding the connection between pornography and trafficking um I think there was a there was a British um there's a British foundation who's looking at porn pornographic websites specifically to find and and the, and the connection is right there. The yes. the regular pornography that everybody thinks, oh, it's just pornography. But then they just did a, a just just I mean, just had to dip a little below the surface to find out more than one hundred and thirty thousand yes. websites about children. Yes. And that was just from it was. But the connection was from the pornography site that and you know anybody can access, yes. anybody can go to. It's just pornography. It's all good. It's just me. But the connection right there yeah. to, to, to child trafficking and child pornography is, is very close. And so don't think that just because you're on a website and you're not hurting anybody and it's an adult, you didn't look up the word teen, you've just, you've just yeah. bought, you've just paid for somebody to be trafficked. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the bottom the line. Evidence right there. Yeah. No, it is the bottom line. And, and you know, what is so sad as a, you know, every Every sin like this, every, every, I, I'm not, I'm searching for the word here, but every, it, it, we have consequences, right? Yeah. All of this stuff has consequences. And yes, many times when we talk about this, we have, we know the obvious consequences as you and I do a lot of counseling with women whose husbands are into pornography and they're struggling to stay in that marriage and be satisfied in that marriage and figure out how to, how to work through all of this. Um, and then but we also have this trickle down effect to where we've got young girls that constantly are feeling the pressure of our sexualized sex crazy uh, world that they live in. And so there are young girls, 13 years old and, and, and even younger who feel like, okay, I've got to figure out how to be sexy and I've got to figure out what that looks like. And I need the attention of men because that somehow makes me beautiful. It makes me valuable. And so as this twisted, as we just keep twisting the, and warping the way God wanted it to be, we trickle that down to young girls who are actually, um, whether it, you know, they're groomed in some ways, they're, they're obviously deceived in some ways, but they're also, they are actually brainwashed into believing that they somehow need to create their own content in yeah. order to be able to get, um, you know, I counseled a, a, a young girl and her mom through a, a situation where a girl went online to try to find a sugar daddy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, and you're thinking, how did we get here? Which yeah. is exactly what our parents wanted to know. How did we, how did we get here? Mm -hmm. And so many places lead to paths like that. But I think what we understand is there's, there's a world of young girls out there that need to know what true beauty is. They need to know where it really comes from. They need to understand what a good relationship with a man or a boy looks like. They need yeah. to understand, they need to understand the way God made it to be, but instead everything is so warped that now we've got teenage girls, you know, doing topless shots and posting mm -hmm. it on their social media feeds 
in order to get comments and feedback. And yeah. I promise you, um, that leads somewhere. It does. Yeah. It's not just that isolated incident. There's, there's a before and there's an after and the after is like you said, it's leading somewhere and it's not leading anywhere good. Um, because again, it does every, everybody who, if, if you look at the human body as a, as a commodity or as a product, then automatically that's something to buy and sell. And whether you're, whether you're going to be selling, buying it alone, or you're going to be buying it you know, it physically, it's when you're looking at the human body that way. And when you're looking at your own body that way, in other words, I need a sugar daddy, I have something to sell. That means you don't have any value in, um, or you're putting a cost or a price on, on who you are and on your, on your body, which that's not the way, that's not what the way God designed us, obviously. Um, but then, and it's such a dangerous path to go on because again, yeah. that's where risky sexual behavior comes out. That's when you're just, Oh, you know, I'll, it doesn't matter. Um, and, yeah. and, and I think you and I have worked with enough women to understand that. Um, and I think a, a while ago, people were worried about everybody's worried about everybody's self-esteem, but I do think we do need to understand our self-worth and our value in Christ and our value as a human being and continue to build that up in young women and young girls, instead of worrying about, um, weight or worried about, you know, what, what we look like to understand that we do each and every one of us have value and have worth, um, just as a human, as a human being. And when we can start there, we're not, we're not putting a price and saying, okay, my sexuality is up for sale because it shouldn't be. No, no, it really shouldn't be. And so I think, you know, as we kind of, bring this to a close what we wanted to help we what we hoped our our goal for this was to help i think so many people realize that there is a direct connection to yeah. human trafficking and to pornography mm-hmm. and what you see is not always what's real when you pull the curtain back and you look um you know maybe what you've told yourself to make yourself feel better about what you're doing or about uh, about the way the situation is is not really real at all and so I think that's so important. So if we really want to end human trafficking, and we do, yes, then we need men and women who are looking at pornography to stop. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's, because yeah. as demand goes down, mm-hmm. okay, and, and I, I, I said it before, but, and I'll say it again. Obviously, I have biblical reasons, lots of them, okay? But there's a world out there that has no biblical reasons, right? Okay, yeah. but I, I don't, I don't even, I think this issue is so clean and so clear. I don't even have to wave my Bible and start right. quoting verses to you. Yeah. Um, I believe that all, you know, if we're going to stand up and say, mm-hmm. we're going to fight for the rights of women, for example, yeah. perfect illustration, the world stands up and says, we're fighting for the rights of women. Okay, well then. And end porn. <laughs> then end porn. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then end porn. Yeah. Um, if we, you know, if we say that we care about children, children, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then in porn, then in porn. stop looking at pornography then. Mm-hmm. And so I think that all of us can see the detriment in this. Right. And, you know, if you say, well, I'm not sure I believe Reuben Alley. Hey, no problem. Go look it up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, do, do a little Google search on pornography and trafficking and see what you learn. And yeah. I think, you and look shot. up, I mean, just, just look up connection between porn and trafficking. You'll find it. It's on Exodus road. And then you'll find, you know, and even if non-biblical reasons for not to look at porn, you know, 
pornography and the brain. There's so much yes. information, just secular information um, about the physiological damage that that happens to the brain mm-hmm. um, after an extended, you know, extended uh, length of time on porn. Just forget about it. It's yeah. it's there. So whether you're whether you're a Christian or not, just understand that pornography drives trafficking. You're yes. not an innocent. You're not an innocent consumer. And then the other thing is, it's hurting you physically and mentally more than you realize. Um, those are those are two very good reasons to to stop. And Absolutely. again, we're not. This is not about shaming anybody. This is about yeah. saying there's there's hope after pornography. There's and we're going to be talking about that in um, yes. In the future, there's a wonderful, uh, wonderful interview coming up. We're excited about that. But that's there is hope afterwards. But to understand if you care about yourself and you care about the human body in general, if you care about women and children, stop. Absolutely. Absolutely stop. And I think this is just an important point where um, we have to, you know, it it seems so obvious. And yet Mm -hmm. uh, many times as you have conversations with people, as, as we do on many occasions, we, we understand that it's not as clear and as obvious as we think it would be. Mm-hmm. And um, so right now, porn is a $97 billion industry. Wow. Yeah. $97 billion industry right now. So I, I would love to see that go down uh, massively yeah. uh, because people just said, you know what, I, I'm, I am I'm not hypocritical in what I say. If I say I'm, I'm, I'm really want to defend the rights of women and children, then that means I want it. Period. Not just yeah. I don't want to just say it, but I actually want to do this. Right. Um, and then obviously, for those of you that are listening and you're, you know, you're followers of Christ, and which is probably the majority of people listening to our podcast, uh, yeah. you know, you have some interest in in spirituality or in in biblical guidance, and that's what led you to our podcast. Obviously, we've got truckloads of reasons as 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 scriptures teaching us uh to to fight pornography Mm -hmm. and so you know for the sake of your families for the sake of you for the sake of other people's women women and children and families around the world um let let's just let's just end this for real and uh it starts with me Mm -hmm. you know uh it's uh, it starts with all of us and what step could i take today what step you know, could I do today uh, to really make a difference in this? Mm -hmm. And I think one of the easiest ones is stop looking at, stop buying, stop supporting an industry that exploits women and children. Exactly. And And understanding in your own, okay, how do I stop? And we're going to be talking about that because as it is, since it is an addiction, Mm -hmm. um, you might need to get help. And again, that is fine. Um, But just admitting, uh, you know, maybe you find yourself on the burning platform to say, okay, I'm, yeah, this is, everybody's given me reasons to stop. Now I'm, I'm hearing this. I have a reason to stop, but now I'm going to need some help there. Yes, there is help out there. And again, we're going to be talking about this. And so if you understand it's an addiction and you're like, I can't stop cold turkey, um, then find somebody to help you find an accountability partner or, or a counselor. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, we've got some great resources. And in our next podcast, uh, we're going to inter- uh, do an interview uh, with Rand Hummel. He's written several books. He has done several. Uh, he's d- he lectures around the country on helping people kind of uh, stop their porn addiction. Talks. Uh, he's got some really great information. And we're going to do an interview with him, which I think is going to be incredibly good. Um, but 
for today, as we kind of lead into this, we wanted to educate you. Yeah. We wanted to hopefully draw some awareness today mm-hmm. to a massive issue uh, that sometimes is not connected. Uh, and so hopefully we've done that and helps you figure that out today. Uh, it's been a more serious podcast today, mm-hmm. Allie, and we, we usually like to laugh a lot and have fun and drink our coffee. But right. um, but I think these are necessary things as as we as we kind of try to raise awareness um, and help people to find a better path. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, listen, thanks so much for joining us today on the podcast. Uh, Please join us next time. We'll have that great interview coming up. And uh, for today, get help if you need it. All right. Um, Learn more and let's make a difference in the world we live in. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.